It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Reach on WDAE continues now. Back to Pat and Aaron on WDAE. Driven by Tyrone Square Mazda. Streaming live on Alexa and the free iHeartRadio app. Welcome back to the Pat Aaron Show, 95.3 WDAE and AM 620. And we are lucky enough today to be joined by legendary Seattle Seahawks wide receiver Steve Largent. Steve, thanks for being with us out there on Radio Row. Sorry you have to deal with our boss, John Mamola. Uh, how are you today? I'm doing well. Thanks, Pat and John. So one thing I'm always curious about when I when I talk to wide receivers who played during your era, when you watch the game today and you think about the fact that the corners can't really be that physical with the wide receivers, uh, when you played, you had to worry about the safeties coming across and trying to decapitate you. Uh, do, do you ever watch the game today and think about how different it would be to play the position with all, all of the physicality that you had to deal with in your era? Uh, I, I do, uh, and, but I, I do think that that receivers still get a lot of uh, bumps, uh, if you so to say, uh, in in route running today. Uh, so I think the bigger difference to me is the gloves that they wear. Uh, the gloves that they wear are incredible. Uh, and allow you to catch the ball so much easier than you could without wearing gloves. Uh, that's a bit, that's the biggest difference to me is, uh, is the gloves that they wear and, and all receivers wear them now. You're right. I would too. You're right. Cause I see like the Odell Beckham Jr. catch that everyone talks about. Some of the incredible catches within the last couple of years. And I'm thinking, you know, the talent there is incredible, but the gloves are certainly assisting with some of those plays, right? Absolutely. No question about it. And, you know, they, I mean, if I played today, I would be wearing those gloves too because they are, uh, they make that much difference. Do you see any receivers in the game today that, that that remind you of yourself at all? Any guys that you watch play the game, and whether it be their route running or just you know their ability to catch the ball, that you think well, it reminds me a little bit of myself when I was playing. There, you know, there, there's probably. I mean, I don't think there's ever been a time that there are so many good receivers in the NFL uh, today. I don't think there's ever been a time there's been there's as many as there are today. And they're, you're, they're young players. They're, they're in their second, third, fourth year, uh, playing in the league. And they're all good. Uh, they all catch the ball well. They're good route runners. They're fast. Uh, and the thing about it is, is that the, the league has, tr- has transitioned to be a much more of a passing league than a running league than it was back when I played. You know, if we threw 25 passes a game, that was a lot. And today they're throwing 50 passes a game. So, uh, it's just a, it's a different game today. Uh, no question about that. And it's about throwing the ball and being efficient in throwing the ball. Uh, so it, it's really crazy. Uh, but, but I love the game more today than I did when we played. Uh, because I love seeing, you know, route, 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 good routes, uh, run and, uh, seeing guys catch the ball and throw the ball. 
Uh, and it, it's just a lot more fun to me. Steve Largent joining us right now. We're going to get into hegetsus.com, and uh, Steve's going to tell us a little bit about that in a second. But I, I've, I've been interested in this question, Steve, and I, I'm interested in your answer, especially the era you played in. You know, you played at a time where the beginning of your career, 14 games, then went to 16 games. I'm trying to figure out in my own head if the 17 games, how that's going to impact overall career statistical numbers. What do you think the impact would be? And if you played your entire career with 17 games, do you think your numbers are, are even more than they were? Well, I think they would be. Uh, and and I think that the, the, the statistics will change uh, because of the more games that they're going to be playing. Uh, but the thing that I'm watching is the number of players that are injured. Uh, and you, you see this even coming into the playoffs and in the Super Bowl where guys are injured, uh, unable to play, unable to even finish the season. And uh, that's, that's what I really look at is, uh, you know, how uh, the players, offensive linemen, defensive linemen, receivers, who all these guys, uh, how they can endure uh, for an 18-game schedule. Uh, that's a lot of games played, and it's a lot of wear and tear on your body. And it seems like to me that, that though they will have more injuries and as a result of that. The great Steve Largent joining us right now. And, and, and Steve, you mentioned a moment ago, you love the game today more than you know, even when you were playing it. So I'm very curious. Many of us had very low expectations for the Seattle Seahawks this season. Certainly did not expect the kind of season that Geno Smith had uh, as a Pro Bowl quarterback this year and really you know, kind of recharging his career there in Seattle. How, how surprised were you by the way that that team played this year, given uh, I think what most of us had as expectations? Well, I, I, think, I think the coach really did a great job. Uh, this year's team. Uh, he's, he played without uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, they, of course, traded him to Denver, and uh, it, it was it was a, it was it was anybody's guess as to how well they would do this year. But Geno Smith really played very very well. Uh, was one of the top four or five quarterbacks in the league statistically, and uh, he he really uh, you know played outside of uh, his 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 area of strength. He he, he played that well. Uh, and and I, I don't know what they're going to do in, in terms of the draft and if they're going to be getting another quarterback and try to train somebody up that, to take Geno's spot eventually. Uh, but I think they've got a lot to build on. They've got they got two good new uh, offensive tackles last year, uh, and I think they will be better this year. Uh, so I think I think there, there's a lot of hope in Seattle that uh, that they will take what they did this year and build on it for next year. As a guy in yourself who, in total throughout your career, had eight 1,000-yard receiving years, looking at a guy like Mike Evans with the Buccaneers, how impressive is it that he started off his career nine straight seasons, all of them with 1,000-plus yards? Yeah, he, he's a stud. I, I really like to watch Mike Evans play. He's tall. Uh, he can really catch the ball well. Uh, he blocks. Uh, and he, he really does everything that you want to, to find in a receiver. And I really like watching him play too, uh, whenever we get to watch Tampa in, in Oklahoma. But, uh, yeah, he's a, he's, he's a, a an exceptional court, uh, uh, receiver and, and, uh, a real joy to watch. Steve, I ask guys who played in the Super Bowl and won a Super Bowl all the time how different Sunday is for them versus the rest of us, right? Um, as a guy who didn't get to win a Super Bowl, is there any part of Super Bowl Sundays that you, you lament a little bit? You look back and think, man, I really, of all the great things I did, I really wish I could have been able to raise the Lombardi. 
Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, just to be able to play in the game. We got to the AFC Championship game against the Raiders uh, back in I don't know eighty two or eighty three, eighty four, something like that. And uh, they, of course, beat us in the uh, championship game and then went on to the Super Bowl and won against the, the uh, Redskins. But, um, <clears throat> you know, just to play in this environment, what, what you, you think it's going to be something really dramatic, but in reality, once the game starts, uh, it's, it's another football game. And so you just have to apply the same kind of uh, uh, attention and, and uh, focus uh, on the game that you played for the whole season, uh, and, and so it's uh, it's really not that different once you're into the game. But it's all the stuff that leads up into the game that kind of is a distraction uh, for a lot of people. But um, you know the, the the great teams they they understand that, and and uh, you know I think both these teams have coaches that uh, are really good coaches, and uh, they know they know what's uh, in front of them, and uh, they'll do a good job of preparing their teams. But uh, yeah, I wish I could have played in the Super Bowl. Wish I could have won a Super Bowl. Uh, never got that chance, but uh, uh, I still had a uh, a lot of fun in my, with my career. Steve, tell us a little bit about He Gets Us and the movement and how it's impacted you and your journey. Yeah, that, that, it's, this is really an interesting thing. I I had never. I don't think there's ever been ads like this uh, that that will be shown at a Super Bowl. I don't think that's ever happened before. Uh, but there's been some people, and I don't even know who they are, that have raised money. Uh, to put a commercial, a 30-second spot and a minute spot, uh, one-minute spot at, uh, at the Super Bowl to talk about Jesus, to talk about the, you know, his, his love for people, his compassion for people, his forgiveness for people, <clears throat> and just do it in a winsome way. Uh, and that, that's the thing that's uh, the most appealing to me about the whole campaign is, uh, that, you know, they're, they're not preaching. They're not uh, doing any of that kind of stuff. They're, they're just trying to uh, show Jesus in a winsome way. Uh, and I think it's, uh, it's a really exciting uh, program or, or, or plan of action. And, and uh, they actually are able to accomplish it this year. And, uh, and so we'll, we'll see a 30-second spot and a 60-second spot uh, talking about uh, – you know, uh, Jesus and his, uh, that, that Jesus is in the Super Bowl. Yeah, he gets us.com is the website. Keep your eyes out for those spots on Sunday. Steve, before we let you go really quickly, do you have a prediction on Super Bowl 57? You know, I, 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 I don't know uh, who's going to win the game, obviously, but uh, I, I just think Philadelphia uh, has the offensive and defensive line that it takes to win this game. Uh, that's where winning begins in the NFL is in the offensive and defensive line, and they have very good defensive line, very good offensive line. Uh, I think they've got a pretty good running run game, and, uh, and, and they play the game the way traditional winners in Super Bowls play the game. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is a great quarterback. He's got a good coach too, who played, who coached at Philadelphia for a long time. Uh, but they throw the ball more, and uh, I just think that you know, uh, if you if you give me a team that throws the ball well versus a team that runs the ball well and plays good defense, I'm going to take the run the ball well and play good defense every time. You said you didn't know it was going to win the game. Clearly, you haven't seen the script that's been going around oh, that already no. shows the Eagles winning 37 to 34. Apparently, it's already a done deal, Steve. <laughs> well, I don't think it's a done deal by any stretch of the imagination. I think it's, I think it'll be a competitive game. Steve Largent, really appreciate your time. Thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you, guys. Yeah, just so much fun talking to Steve and uh, a lot of the great guests from Radio Row. It's my favorite thing about this week. Tons of great guests 
coming up later today on J&Z and also Ronnie and T-Kraz. And again, we have Brian Billick coming up in the next hour, Super Bowl winning head coach from the Baltimore Ravens and uh, Super Bowl winning center for your Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Ryan Jensen. He joins us at 8 o'clock today. So a loaded show, but today's top headlines, we've got about three minutes, so we'll fly through these. Ryan Hoppy, what's at the top of ESPN.com now that LeBron's out of the way? Sources, Lakers got point guard Russell in three-team trade. Yeah. Uh, I woke up this morning. And by the way, I was I played my first softball game last night. Pendingo's big comeback, uh, heroic win. performance Thank from what you. I've heard uh, behind the plate. I played catcher. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I said I wanted to play catcher, but I was working on throwing. It felt good. Aaron Jacobson Molina, uh, as uh, dubbed by Jay Ratcher. That's exactly what it was. I was a big target. I woke up this morning. I had no idea. I woke up a little like I was here, you know, early before the show, but I hadn't really done you know the NBA full breakdown. Man, wow. <laughs> That was a bonkers night last night. <laughs> Everyone was a little busy. I, I know that we don't have a lot of NBA fans but that listen, but we got it for the ones that do. It was big enough where we got to get into some of those trades. We certainly can uh, later in the show for sure. But for now, uh, what's at the top oh, of USA Today? Kevin Durant to the Suns. Blockbuster deal. <laughs> Although, I'm surprised that wasn't a top uh, ESPN. We'll see if USA Today has a difference. Yeah. Nick's got Josh Hart. Big deal. Reuniting with Jalen Brunson. Villanova guys. Love it. Aaron got the whole thing right, but it was massive haul, not massive deal. Yeah, well, they did get a massive haul for Kevin Durant. Four first-round pick, uh, some players, uh, a lot of stuff for the uh, newly dubbed, as I saw from someone on Twitter, uh, New Jersey Bridges. Uh, which is what they're calling the Nets nowadays. All right, let's go locally. TampaBay.com, Ryan Hoppy. Bucks search for offensive coordinator will continue with with Seahawks quarterbacks coach Dave Canales. Yep, they are certainly going through uh, the, their due diligence uh, when it comes to finding a new offensive coordinator. And listen, uh, when you're talking about a quarterbacks coach, on a football team that had a guy like Geno Smith do what Geno Smith did this year, there's no there's no uh, surprise that that guy's a candidate. And when you talk about a guy who was that coach in a similar situation, and now Tom Brady, replacing Tom Brady is a little different than replacing Russell Wilson, but oh, we're talking about an organization that's replacing a Super Bowl winning quarterback and trying to figure it out, and they had pieces. They weren't like, uh, you know, they, they still had you know Metcalf and Lockett. They still had guys yeah. on that team that were there to win, that were ready to win. They very brought, similar situation. It's a good point. Very similar situation. They brought in a lot of pieces, obviously, on defense to help out, and really got a lot of pieces in that trade with Russell yeah. Wilson that helped them out. But I think it's a very similar situation for him, if he were to be the offense coordinator of this team, to look at it the same way as Seattle, going, okay, this is a team that still has pieces. We just lost a major quarterback. How can we put somebody in there that we can recover from that? Yeah, and as you saw with Geno Smith, it doesn't have to be Tom Brady. All right, uh, wrapping it up on today's top headlines, BarstoolSports.com, Ryan Hoppe. Holy S! Kevin Durant was just traded to the Suns while everyone was sleeping. It's crazy. It was nuts. Uh, When I see that news in the morning, it's not. I had a feeling that you know the Suns, if he was good, were to get traded, it would be to the Suns. But Kyrie bitches gets out, sent to Mavericks. Luka Doncic, they had a nice game yesterday, and they won. And Irving had a good game. And then Kevin Durant just gets sent out of town to a contender in the Suns. Yeah, it's insane. That's that's a really interesting team uh, with Kevin Durant. There's no question about. It. I think their odds went to second overall and first in the West. I think I saw uh, when it comes to winning it all. I can't, I can't help but laugh at the, our last text on the 5204DA text line before we hit the break. 
<laughs> On the Bar 248 text line, you got to be bleeping me. A Jesus commercial during the Super Bowl? Listen, everyone's got their thing. Everyone's got their thing, people. It's so funny to me. Like, I'm sure they're kidding. I hope they're kidding. Like, I'm not, if, if you listen, you know I'm not a super religious guy, but it does, certainly doesn't make me mad. It's pretty funny. All right, when we return, uh, we're going to tell you why you shouldn't make as much of tonight's Bolts game against Colorado as some people, maybe even Aaron, would tell you that you should. That's coming up next. That and a lot more on the Pat and Aaron Show, 95.3 WDAE and AM 620. But do not, do not miss traffic. And by the way, I'm Jewish. Who cares? He wants to talk a little Jesus. He talks a little Jesus. Jesus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.